Hey everyone, it's Oldish22 here coming with another anime review for you guys. Yeah, making sound effects for you guys too. Making sound effects for you guys. Um, so yeah, we're going to talk about uh, the whole season three of SAO. Um, which, yeah, it's the whole, I'm going to talk about the whole 50 episodes. I know it's going to be a longer video than usual because we're covering 50 episodes, but I won't make it as long. Um... You know, I'll just, I'm going to break it down, like, parts that I liked and things, you know, I enjoyed and things I didn't enjoy and stuff like that. Um, but the first thing I want to say is Season 3 is really good. Honestly, god dang it, phone. Uh, honestly, I won't say it, but it it's, it's definitely my top 10 list of anime 2020, for sure. Um... Now, I know the whole thing didn't come out this year, but what we did get is it's really good. Um, I will say, even if you're not a fan of Season 1 or Season 2, um, I think you should just enjoy this one. Or try to enjoy this one. You should try this one. Um, it is very... If you like fantasy, the difference between the last two seasons... Season 2 is Gun Gale, so it's like if you like the FPS, like video games, you know, shooter games, then you probably like that one, you know, you'll relate. Or lightsabers, it does have lightsabers in it too. But, or if like Season 1, like for me, I love the first half because I'm a big MMO player, I love RPGs and stuff like that, so I really enjoyed the first half of that season. Second, second part of that season, not so much. They got away from it, you know? It's like uh, they went from hardcore to, like, softcore, you know what I mean? <laughs> if you played, like... I play a lot of Path of Exile. Uh, unfortunately, I do play softcore. Um, <laughs> I do play a little bit of hardcore, but anyways, you know, I got the permadeath versus the non-permadeath game in the MMO uh, RPG world. Anyways, I did like the first part of Season 1, not the second, and Season 2 overall was, like, okay. In my opinion. I had moments that I really did enjoy, but overall. Anyways, season three is more fantasy. Like, literally, it, it does have a little bit of a video game-ish vibe to it, but not really. It's more like Lord of the Rings-ish style. But the combat is not Lord of the Rings, but I don't know. It's a mix between just, like, a fantasy and, like, I, I would say, like, 80% fantasy and, like, 20%, like, video game ish i mean it's a program i don't know it's kind of hard to explain but anyways i would just say it's more into like fantasy for sure um the thing that surprised me of season three i know season one had a little bit and season two had like dark moments but i feel like god my phone i'm sorry guys my phone's going off um <laughs> uh what was i gonna say god dang it oh I was going to talk about, like, how dark, like, season three is. Like, the gore in season three is ridiculous. It is very gory. Especially for, like, SAO in general. But it is very gory. Very intense. Um, especially uh, at the beginning of the season. Uh, just, like, the part one of season one. Where I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll dial it back a little bit. If you're going to start this season, it does start a little slow. I mean, the first episode starts pretty quick, but there's a lot of information that they, like, throw at you. But when it starts, it starts. So, 
when it does start, there's a part, just I'm going to say spoilers, warning you guys, because I really haven't said any spoilers yet, but it is, I'm going to go spoiler territory for sure. So just so you guys know, don't listen to this or watch this on YouTube. I'm going to put it on my podcast too, so you can catch it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Anime talk for oldish. Um, yeah, don't, I'm going to go in the spoiler territory right now. So spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. All right, so when it gets dark is when, like when the two dudes, I can't remember the two girls' names, but anyways, they pretty much want to rape the two girls. Pretty much. They get close, they don't, but they get close. But, you know, obviously Kirito and uh, Eugene there show up to save the day. <laughs> By saving the day. What, was it? Yeah, was it Eugene or was it Kirito? That's Eugene that uh, he like slices off his arm and just like blood's just going everywhere. I'm like, eh, am I watching? Am I watching SAO here? What's going on? This is like, this is pretty dark. You know, it, it just caught me off by surprise. And this like, yeah, blood was everywhere. And it was just, yeah, cut off his like arm. And I, I think the other guy. What happened to the other guy? I don't know. It was just a lot of blood. All right, there's a lot of blood, and it doesn't slow down from that point on with the gore and everything, which I'm totally fine with. Like it just, it just like it just surprised me on how gore fest they went with it. Which I'm totally fine. With. Totally fine. It's cool. Boom. All right. Whatever. You know. Um. Thank God it didn't. You know. Yeah, it's very, very gory. The whole, um, I was just, okay. I was trying to think. So, they have to go, so yeah, so the series just gets that dark. And, uh, it even gets darker later on. Sorry, I'm trying to think where I want to go. But later on in season one, we're still in season one, I want to talk about. They they have to like battle through this tower and everything. And I love Alice. I have to say, I love Alice. She is probably she my favorite character now. That's what I'm trying to think right now. She could be my all time favorite character in Sao. She just she's just badass. She's really she really is. She's really really badass. Um. I love the I love her ability, I love her powers and just like the music in this season is so good and um music is so good and the sound effect, man, sound effects it's just so uh, I'm not going to lie, I would love to get a limited edition for this uh this series honestly. I'm just thinking like collector edition maybe even maybe maybe. Uh <laughs> Because the artwork is just absolutely amazing. Um, but anyways, they battle through the tower because they have to get to uh, the admi- administration. Yeah, is that, is that her? Yeah, she, she's like the, the control of like the town and everything. And what's really cool about... I mean, pretty much this whole thing, this whole season is about AI. They're trying to create an AI to live in our world. That's like the whole gist of the whole series. And Kirito kind of goes through these. He's living in this world to um, 
Because at the very beginning, that's why I said I didn't tell it earlier, the first episode does, I mean, Kirito gets hit with the death gun, so his mind is all messed up. So they're trying to recover his mind. And so he's, so they're helping Kirito, but Kirito's kind of helping them, the company that wants to make the AI. And they're trying to create this just life so that it can live in our world. So it's like trying to break the system and everything. And uh, it's very interesting like stuff. And it's very cool how they do it. Because at first you don't really know exactly what's going on. It's kind of like, okay, where are we going with this? But by the end of it, you know. Um, and the first 24 episodes is where I'm at. Um, I do like the time sort guy. I'm sorry, I'm jumping around like everywhere right now. But I'm trying to think of where I want to go. But the fighting, there's this time sword guy who's really cool. Um, that is, oh, that is Alice's trainer, if I remember correctly. Yes, yes. Anyways, when they battled through the tower, the, ta the tower battles were cool and everything. And when Kirito fights the, I think it's an, the minister. I think it's the, I can't remember her name though, exactly. Um, but when Kirito had to fight her, I mean, I was surprised because, like, they actually killed off characters, um, like, they killed off, uh, Eugene, I was very surprised, uh, they killed off the other administrator that was before her, and not, you know, and not, again, again, gory, very gory. Kirito even loses an arm through this battle, too. It was a very good uh, fight scene. I really, really enjoyed it. it. Like, I mean, this show just picks up, picks up, picks up, and it just goes. It just... And uh, towards the end there, like, I was very surprised. And, like, I, the good thing is, is I didn't have to wait for when season one finished. When the first 24 episodes finished, I didn't have to wait for the next season. I had I could watch part one of Underworld because it was already out. And then I had to wait for part two. But anyways, um, when Kirito fights the Mishration, I wanted to talk about this because later on in the Underworld season, season two, um, Kirito fights another dude. But I'm gonna talk about. I'll wait. I'll wait for that one. That'll be towards the end there. Anyways, the fight was really good. The sound effects, uh, the artwork is absolutely amazing. Uh, like, bravo on the animation team. Seriously, it was really good. Um, and then after the season one, once he beats the administrator, they, uh, so they get attacked by, so the U.S., the U.S. attacked because the U.S. wants, sorry, I know, like, you have to watch season three. Just have to watch it. I'm kind of, it's hard because I'm doing like 50 episodes. I'm not doing part one, part two, part three. No, I'm just doing the 50 episodes. So I'm not used to this. So I apologize if this is not. This is kind of all over the place. Just kind of throwing my thoughts at you guys. So I'm sorry. Um, I'm whatever. Anyways, like the U.S. wants the technology um, from Japan there. And that's when they, they break in and stuff, and they're trying to get the technology for the AI and stuff. 
like that. And what happens is, is when they break in at this time, when Kirito beats the administrating lady, they do that frick. I mean, I don't remember. Do they blow? I think they blow up something where it affects Kirito. Um, I can't remember. It. I think they blow up something. God dang, dude, I don't remember. I'm sorry. I finished this a couple weeks ago, so give me. I just need a little break. But anyways, something happens. I thought they blow up something, and it messes up with Kirito at the end of season one, where then he goes into a state, like his brain is kind of just fried. It's not there, anything. So he's just literally in season two, Underworld now, SAO Underworld. They, uh, he he's just, just like brain dead. He's absolutely brain dead. Doesn't know when Alice is taking care of him in the in that world. Um, when his friends back at home and stuff like uh, Yuna, she she wants to uh, like go in and like save him, help him out, kind of thing. And or they're not Yuna, um, Asuna. She wants to go and like save him, of course. And you know, you know, all of Kirito's waifus really. I mean, Kirito has many, many waifus that want to go and save them and so in like season two underworld underworld honestly is the best part in my opinion i mean that the battle tower like when they were battling for the tower and stuff that was good but underworld is by far the best in uh this whole 50 episodes i have to say i'm trying to decide if part one is better than part two Overall, it's really good, but I don't know, man. Part one was just like, just like off the rails, man. It was it was crazy. It was crazy. So, anyways, what happens? Uh, just a small little detail is when they get to the underworld. So when the tower is destroyed, there's no administrator. The the guys, the USA guys, break in. They go into the game, and the the army. Uh, Army of the Underworld, pretty much the side, because it couldn't cross or whatever, wants to go and attack. Well, they want to make them go attack and take over because there's no administrator. And, yeah. So, anyways, what happens? I'm going to speed up a little bit. The war starts happening between the two, which I'm not going to lie. Dude, the guy, the blonde hair guy, I don't know. I'm terrible with names. Dude, the, that guy's messed up. guy is messed up. He's not like a super smart villain or thing. He's just he's just a crazy dude. He's the big bad dude. He's just evil. He's just pure evil. Um, it did bother me very much. Well, like even in the beginning with like those two guys trying to trying to rape the two girls, I was like, what the fuck? Like I, that's just big no no. Thank God that didn't happen or anything, but then we have this blonde hair guy where he wants to see People soul. He wants to see if like souls are real or whatever. He's just he's cuckoo, man. He's cuckoo. And this is back where you find out like his best friend, and he like kills her with a knife, like through her head. And he's like that a spirit, you know? He like he sees something once he kills her. And it's when they were like kids, and it's just like holy shit, dude! Like you're messed up, man. You're messed up. And, yeah, so, like, he's just the big, bad, crazy dude. He's just crazy. And, um, again, what I'm trying to say is when he enters the first world going to the underworld, 
before they battle. Sorry, jumping everywhere. Before they battle, um, he kills like this one girl because there was like the humans. But it's, I don't know. I don't know if they're humans, but they're part of the underworld. Maybe they're. I don't. They're they they're humanish like. I don't know. They might have a different name. I don't know. I don't remember. But anyways, like she was going to try to make love with the guy, and then found out like, but he ain't falling for it kind of thing. And then he like cuts her head off and brings it to the meeting. And then the one guy gets mad, which was like her husband. And then like again, very dark. Very dark. They're showing examples of how dark it was. Um But yeah, it's this crazy and then the battle gets going and when the battle goes, like, dude, it's like Michael Bay explosions, man. Like it's crazy. It's crazy. It's this but no, it's really cool. I like the archer guy with his like each like imperial person like seeing them fight and just like all the crazy, the music, and just battling and battling, and then just stuff going crazy, and then bad things start happening. I just realized, like, how long this video will take me to make. <laughs> I'm just like, there's so much to talk about in this video. Um, I'm probably going to speed it up a little bit, because I'm already at, like, 18 minutes. Um... But anyways, yeah, the big battle, they clash in. Every, like, Imperial thing is fighting. People are dying. Literally, more characters are dying. Mostly characters from that world that you meet. But, I mean, they've been in it through, like, the whole... Like, we're, like, 30 episodes in. Like, you know, you got some attachment, I would say. Um, with, like, Alice's friend there that dies. Like, because he just, like, completely, like, to save him from an explosion and stuff, which was really cool. I mean, the artwork. Honestly, like, just to give you guys an idea, if you haven't watched the season yet and you're still listening to me and you're getting spoiled like crazy, um, it's kind of, I would say the art style is as good as Demon Slayer. Just straight up. I'll straight up say it. it is as good as Demon Slayer. That's how good the artwork is. And the music is just is awesome. Um, I know a lot of people crap on SAO. I totally, I totally understand. Like the first two seasons, I totally understand. But I would say, give season three a chance. Like seriously, like it is crazy. It's good. Um, what's really cool is when, um, so after this big, huge battle, I mean, th this thing goes on. Through, I mean, it's literally the whole second season. It's a, it's a ginormous war battle. When things are going bad because the U.S. bring in Korea and China, they're like, oh, this is the beta for this new game. So people will log in and they're like, oh, because they're saying, oh, the, the uh, people in Japan hacked the, the servers and they're cheating this and that. And we got to, I don't know, they made like this story where they had to go in and like, you know, to go stop them pretty much. So, yeah, they go in and they start killing them. Um which is fine if they kill, uh, they kill the avatars of like um, Kirito's friends and stuff. But when they kill the people in that world, they're actually like dead, dead. So, um, where, where do I want to go with this? Anyways, so they come in. Oh yeah, so when they come in and everything, I love the part 
it's the end of part one of Underworld, where Kirito, or not where Kirito, Kirito's friends like uh, Asuna, all of them, they they pretty much they pretty much do like a Lord of the Rings like fellowship, they do like this big meeting uh, in Sao in the actual Sao world, saying you know like Kirito did all this for us, we need to get it together and get so anyways because they see all the bad stuff happening. Um, and like part of the underworld people are like, I would say half of them don't want to fight with them. And anyways, like, so Asuna gets all, or not Asuna, it's the other, because Asuna's right there in the world. God, it's his, uh, is it, is his cousin technically? I forgot. It's not his sister. Like you think it's his sister, but it's not like a cousin or something. I don't know. That likes him. I don't know, it's weird. But anyways, she and like Prince Kirito's friend group all get everyone together. And they all decide to join the world to go fight in the war. Which is really badass. Because you get the sniper chick from SAO2 from Gun Gale. Sorry, I'm really bad with names. But I think you already know who the sniper chick is. Part of the main girl in uh, SAO2. Yeah, she comes in there with bow. Which, bow characters. Yes. Anyways, this is, like, the end of, like, part one, and they're coming in, and they're finally, like, help. you know, it's like that, you know, um, that good moment. It's like when Gandalf, you know, comes um, <laughs> to save Helm's Deep kind of thing. So it had that, like, feel to it. It's really, really cool. Um, the crazy thing about season two, though, is, like, I'm surprised how long it took. Like, the whole season two, you barely have Kirito at all. Which is, in a way, kind of fine. I'm just surprised how long it lasted because there's a lot of the characters they focus on, which I thought was really, really cool. Um, and, yeah, it's just, it was just really neat to see that side. And, like, you're just, like, waiting for Kirito. Like, you knew. And which Kirito had a badass moment when he actually does come back. Um, I loved everything about it. It's kind of interesting. I was talking about it on my podcast. I'm pretty sure we talked about it on there. Where Eugene kind of became a... Like, it's kind of funny because, like, Kirito wouldn't wake up. I'm jumping again, but I need to to speed this up. When Kirito didn't come back for... Like, because it shows, like, Asuna shows his friends. And he's not coming fully back. Then Eugene comes up and, like, helps them out. It kind of makes sense because Kirito's been in that world. I mean, they were kids, and he grew up in that world for quite a bit. So it's kind of like his best bud, which you know, it's like his best friend. And they spent a lot of time together. So it kind of makes sense why Eugene was kind of that person to bring him back. Because they did spend years together, which I don't even know how long Asuna and Kirito have been been like like a couple years but like i mean these guys were kids and they grew up to i think at least teenagers i don't remember if they even tell us the um they tell us their age i don't i don't remember i'm sorry (laughs) it's a long series and i watched it week by week so that's why i'm kind of like all over the place here too as well but yeah it's just it's getting good and characters are coming back my 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 kind of biggest problem out of the whole series, which I'll tell you guys, is when Kirito comes back, it honestly reminded me of Justice League. You know, like when Justice League, like everything's going bad and, uh, you know, Superman shows up and it's pretty much GG. 
it's kind of how SAO ended in this season. But it did have a twist at the end, which I did like. But pretty much, like, Kirito just showing up, like, he's just, like, OP. I, th- I honestly believe Kirito and the Administrator was the... I think that, that fight was more more difficult. I think that's the best way to describe it for Kirito to fight her than it was Kirito to fight um, the two bad guys, the two guys from uh, America there. And the reason why I say I mean, yeah, the last guy... The, my Okay, my biggest disappointment is the one that was given Asuna a difficult time. Um, which I thought his, like, his backstory was very interesting, too. Why, like, he didn't like, uh, any of the Japanese people because, if I remember correctly, they needed, like, a surgery. God, did it kill? It did some. I think it killed, like, one of his parents or something like that. I can't remember. God, I'm terrible at this right now. <laughs> Anyways, there was, there was a decently... I mean, he just had a hatred, and in the backstory, I thought it was his dad or something. They needed, like, a transplant, and they did it, and, oh, yeah, I think it was his mom, and it, it, it killed, like, she had a transplant that would only work for this guy's kid, and it kind of, like, screwed him over, because they did it, and then I think she died, and, like, yeah, and he just lived a rough life as a kid, and he's hated that moment ever since. So he had, so he would just like come in. That's why, which is crazy because he was from the first SAO, and it showed why he was PKing people and stuff like that. I was like, oh shit, like that's a whole different. And he was messed up because he just messed up. He wanted to mess with Kirito. He wanted Kirito to kill other people, which that's what Kirito. You know, when they made the decision to go after the PK killers because they're killing players. You know, because that actual murder. So they actually got together the guild SAO season one there, and actually went in and took him out. And it's kind of crazy because he wanted to change. He wanted to do that to Kirito to mess him up, which it has messed with Kirito as well. And anyways, between those two guys that fought, it, it was to me it just felt like it was too quick. Um, but it was badass at the same time. It just. I wanted more. I really did between those two, because like everyone was struggling against them. Even like uh, Asuna, except Asuna had an awesome part with the whole wings and shit. And like I don't know, there was like one image. It was just like that would be really cool background, like a really cool background. And yeah, um, this is really cool. Anyways, the Kirito and him fighting. I thought it was way too fast in my opinion, and. Um, Fight number two there against the blondie dude, which was more intense. Very cool. They did the, honestly, it reminded me of Spirit Bomb, Goku. and said this was a spirit sword, pretty much. The way how they defeat the big bad crazy dude. And, yeah, I mean, that fight was really cool. It was longer. Uh, the animation was beautiful. Music was awesome. Everything was really, really cool. Um, I thought it was very interesting because... I wish it didn't have the time limit thing, but they did the time limit thing. Like, you gotta get out of there. You got, like, five minutes. Well, that speeds up everything. Like, I knew it wasn't gonna be that long of a fight because they only have so much time, this and that. Because they had to get Alice out of there. 
Because the whole point, Alice broke through the program. She is the AI that I was talking about earlier. She is the AI to, uh, you know, pretty much come to our world. Like, she's the whole key to this whole situation. She is literally the, the one that is programmed to live in our world and stuff like that. That they created life, pretty much. But yeah, anyways, what happens is if if Kirito doesn't get back in time, right? If he doesn't get back in time, I think it was 200 years he gets stuck in that world. And so what happens is Alice... Uh, Asuna gets Alice to go. She gets her out of there. But Kirito took too long to fight Blondie. And... Which is really cool because Kirito... You know, he's trying to get to the top. He gets to the top. And he's all sad because he knows he's stuck there for the next 200 years of his life. Because it's like a time thing. Like, the time works way different in that world compared to the real world. And Asuna decided to stay with him. So... They got to live 200 years of life together, which is crazy, but yeah, they did. And um, after that's over, they finally come back to the real world. And this is where we see Alice, which it's so true. Like if we created life, right? Like if we created like an AI program that can live like in our world, like that it can think on its own, right? And I like the questions when, like, Alice gets, like, through this meeting and they have questions about her, like, because everyone's spooked, like, whoa, like, she's, like, a robot, you know, but, like, with, with intelligence like us, she can think on her own and stuff like that. And they're all, like, nervous, like, will she turn on us? Will she, you know, like, what can she do? Kind of, you know, like, is this really good questions? Very interesting that I think in real life if that happened to us, which could be in the future too. Could be. Could be. I don't know. Just saying. I, I think it would for sure. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's very interesting how that all happens. But with like Kirtu and Asuna, when they, when they come back, they, Kirito wanted, um, them to delete their memories from the 200 years that they lived in there because, like, that knowledge and everything that they would have, that would be, like, really crazy. Which is interesting because they decided not to delete Kirito's. They deleted everybody else's, but not Kirito's. And the 200-year-old Kirito was talking to the, the program guy, um... Which is very interesting because I think this is leading into... I think there's a season four. I know there's a book four, so I imagine we're getting a season four. And I'm kind of curious. Is, like, Kirito going to have to face himself? Like, what are they going to do with Kirito's 200 years... Or 200-year-old Kirito that has all this wisdom and everything and, like... I don't know. I'm just... I'm really interested to see... What, where they're going to go with that. Because what happens at the end of the season, the very end, is Alice, also they all go back to um, the world. I can't remember what the name is. But anyways, they go back to the world that they're from. And it's like way in the future. Like they were like flying with like spaceships and stuff. So I imagine 
when Kirito's saying, I mean, you know, technology probably it's two hundred years. If Kirito, I imagine they found more stuff. You know, obviously, um, making probably machines and stuff. I don't know if it's going to go totally. I don't, I'm kind of curious. Is like season four going to be like a Gundam ish? Is going to be Gundam like style? Because I mean, we already had we already had MMO. We had uh, shooter games. We had fantasy. Are we going to get Gundam for season four? I don't know. I'm kind of curious. What, what do you guys think? I mean, you guys might have already read the book and you already know what's going on. Uh, or the light novels. Um, but anime fans, I don't know. What do you guys think? Like, what are we, what are we getting for season four? Are we going to get Gundams? Is it going like, to be like Star Wars? Like space battles and shit? Like, uh, they're like fighting like the eye of the boulder pretty much out in space. It's kind of interesting. Um, but yeah, it's like a whole different world and stuff like that. Because... The two that were flying were kind of adultish, which is interesting because 200 years passed and the characters are still there. So I don't know if Kirito found a way to make them live longer. Probably. I don't know. We'll see. There's a lot of questions between this time, these last couple episodes. Um, But overall, it was really good. It was really good. It was really... It was like sad, fun, dark. It was like all the above. Like SAO season three hit that all of that for me. And I hope you guys enjoyed this video of me talking. Literally 30 minute video. I knew it was gonna be a long one because I tried to shove 50 episodes and I'm sorry that like it just it took a long time. <laughs> and me jumping everywhere. I didn't even talk about some stuff that I would like to talk about, but I don't want to make this video any longer. Um but yeah, I hope you guys do enjoy this video. Hope you guys can rate it, like it. I want to. I want to know what do you guys think season four of SAO will be, and what did you guys think of S- SAO season three? If you watched it, I'm kind of curious. Did you enjoy it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Do you think it was okay? I'm totally fine. If you didn't like it, I just I I think it deserved way more. Like it's kind of like a redemption in my opinion for for SAO. Um. I think it was, I just thought it was awesome. I really did. Anyways, thank you guys for watching, hanging out. I really do appreciate it. If you could comment down below and hit that subscribe button, I'd really, really appreciate it. Also, if you guys are listening on the Anime Talk with Oldish podcast, um, I just want to say also for the, the podcast fans, thank you. I, I had over 500 listeners. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Um, if you guys could tell a friend about the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. Or my YouTube channel. That'd be awesome. You could rate it. Or um you could rate the podcast again, it's on Spotify, it's on iTunes, everything. Um, Stitcher, whatever. Like there's, there's like nine platforms you guys could find it, I think. So yeah. Anyways, appreciate it. I'll see you guys next time for another video. Uh hopefully it'll be coming out here pretty soon. And yeah, I'll see you guys. Uh, have a good one. Have a good one. Keep watching anime, yo.